All right. We're rolling. Rolling. All right. Welcome to These Are Words. Thank you. For Can you hear that? No, I no, don't I, think you I could that barely hear up. it. Uh, today we are joined by a very, very special guest. The man, the myth, the legend, the renaissance man, the entrepreneur, the chef. I don't think you can use man twice. It kind of loses. I, I think I can. Loses its and power. And our dear friend. Logan Hankins. Whom we all know and love. <laughs> Paul Moody. And modern feminist, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Absolutely. I'm going to put a lot of labels on you and just see what sticks. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. As Paul many hashtags as we can Moody get. Moody is here. So I'm allowed to eat now? Yeah, yeah we can eat now. <laughs> Paul, can eat now. Paul has been so gracious <laughs> as to, to cook breakfast for us. So, if, Paul, if you notice on the video, Logan's already had a huge bite yeah, taken out yeah. of it. He sort of got a head start. Paul, why Some don't you tell us and the listeners and viewers what we're eating? Okay, it's a, it's a mouthful like Logan has already. Uh, so... It is a sweet tea buttermilk brine fried chicken on a biscuit that's kind of made like a croissant, but with biscuit ingredients, if you will. So there, it's it's about a twenty four hour process to make these biscuits, which is crazy, but it's, I think worth it. Oh my god! Why does it take so long? Uh, because you have to do a freezing process three times to make sure that you get the flakes and the butter and the steams. <laughs> And then uh, wildflower honey molasses butter on it. So, so this is incredible. <laughs> I'm not talking because oh my I just want to eat. Well, I mean, if you wanna... these are words. We'll start in ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Stick around. Give me a second to eat this. Feel free to keep talking and yeah, yeah. Give us some so, Finny bees, like oh Finny bee stuff. Uh, any anything. Uh, I mean, you know, basically we just take what you would eat on a normal day-to-day basis and turn it into high-end fine dining and add 27 steps to everything. (laughs) Which, you know, that's why we're so free with our recipes because nobody's going to do them. (laughs) That's hilarious. Does Um, it add calories too? uh, Yeah. yeah. I'm actually looking for a couple more calories. Sounds great. I mean, I think that's about, I had to guess. Somewhere in the neighborhood of 450, 500 calories oh, for that biscuit. Perfect. So. Could, I, could I order a, one of these biscuits with extra gluten? Uh, yes, you may. <laughs> you may actually, where we only use gluten and flour. Right. That was so insensitive. It is insensitive, but it's true. So I'm almost done, and I'm mad about <laughs> it. Well, there's like eight more in there. I'm not, I'm not going to be here for this episode. Logan <laughs> thought it was a race. We didn't talk about it. Logan got a head start. <laughs> it's really good. Look, oh my gosh! I, I was man. starving. <laughs> Logan, you're always starving. Every Friday morning, know. you beg Asher for. What's food. up, Allison? <laughs> because I don't. Oh, oh, oh! I'm live. Who is this? Like, it's oh. Allison Graves. She, uh, former small group leader, but cool, nice. But, you know, one of our fans. Is this fa- Facebook Live or YouTube Live? Facebook Live. Facebook Live. I can't get YouTube to figure it out. Are you on Finny Bees or on your personal? Oh, I'm Finny Bees. Sweet. Nice. We'll, we'll share it. I yeah. heard she's super serious all the time. That's where she got her last name from. Is that uh, right? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Oh, who? Graves? Al- oh, yeah. Oh, nice. No? Uh, no, she's oh, not. okay. No, no, no. I don't know much. Yeah, it's cool. Um, but, no, we, we do... Uh, we do fun food, so that's what we do. 
And you just announced a wedding catering menu. Is that right? Yeah, we actually are going to announce the full menu. Uh, there will be alternates if you cannot do the full menu. Lindsay and I are going to get married again just for this. Oh, sounds good. <laughs> we do house parties, I anniversaries. Expect, <laughs> I expect a discount. You expect a discount? Cool. I will charge you 115%. Shatter my hopes and dreams. <laughs> so, um, bye. We're going to focus on this. Sorry. This shattered my hopes and dreams in the best possible way. It sounds great. Yeah. This is so good. We usually put that with like banana pudding cheesecake and we have these things called moon pies. Um, It's a triple fudge pistachio brownie with a honeysuckle yogurt sorbet, raspberry coulis and lemon meringue. You're making up words. I imagine they're a little better than the plasticky packaged moon pies with an RC. You know, we we had this discussion before it started though Mm -hmm. that... Everybody thinks that I eat like this all the time. <laughs> right. Like, nah, nah. I, I mean, I'm no joke. The dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggets. I mm-hmm. mean, I have a three-year-old. You know, if, <laughs> if you get regular chicken nuggets, those they don't taste as good. Um, I have I an 84-year-old. Yes, I love that dog. <laughs> and I don't like dogs, which is weird. Yeah, but you like her? Yeah. Lance is kind of the same way. He's a I, cat person, but he likes Prissy. Oh, I don't like cats either. So. I don't. I don't really like cats. <laughs> I like all animals, but cats are like I wouldn't want to own one because yeah. they're not that affectionate. Yeah, I saw a thing that you know everybody with this flat world theory, right? But we have cats, so that's not true. <laughs> so what's the correlation? Cats knock everything off a table. Uh, uh, I like it. I get it. Yeah, there I you get gosh. it now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I, that, I struggled. I'm sorry, uh, guys. Uh, but. No, we we do that, and we do pop-ups and uh, cater your house. We'll bring food to you. Yeah, I want that. Yeah. That's what I want. (laughs) How much? Uh, Eight bucks a meal for the home meal replacements. Okay, but how many meals do I have to buy before you say okay? Ten. (laughs) So I got to spend $80. Yeah. But that's like over a – that's like – I could stretch that out for like a week. Most people do. We deliver that's, that's on Monday, menus online. So that's like HelloFresh? Kind of, but we okay. cook everything for you. Oh. So it's like, yeah. do you just like freeze it? Well, if you want it frozen, we have an IQF machine, which is an individually quick frozen machine. If for people with low IQ? Well, yes. Okay. <laughs> IQ fail. Yeah, nice. Um, uh, I was thinking of the letter grading system. IQA, like they'll, they'll be fine. But IQF, yeah. effort, you're not doing something. Effort on the A, but the F... You got to have somebody do it for you. Fool me once. Um, but we, free- <laughs> we freeze everything and then put it together. So it's kind of like, you know, meal in a bag mm-hmm. where you saute it. But uh, we put it all in little packages and then refrigerate it. It'll last, it's, it'll last seven days, uh, frozen, 30, normal thing. So. Whoa. It's insane. That's pretty, that's pretty neat. That's yeah. pretty yeah. It's, it's pretty neat. It's pretty cool. I'll try to edit out as much chewing as possible. <laughs> it's fine. That that sounded out last is so funny. Um, yep. Well, it w- it wouldn't be right to to not talk about sports. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. I learned this week that that Paul <laughs> here is a Knicks fan. Which, if you'd asked me at the beginning of the season how it was going to go, I would have said poorly. But if you asked me today. There's a pretty good chance I think the Knicks are going to grab that one of those last two spots in the playoffs. Yeah, 
at the beginning of the season, I thought that the Knicks would have less win than the University of Tennessee football team. <laughs> <laughs> currently, that would be so bad. Currently, at their record right now, they will have more wins projected. Probably in like probably next week. You know what I love about you, Paul? What you say they instead of we? <laughs> well, I'm not. I don't play. I'm a five foot ten chubby white dude. <laughs> Are y'all are you like, all hearing this? Like, like my my biggest goal to be on the sidelines of the Knicks is to pay ten grand to watch the Milwaukee Bucks <laughs> with Spike Lee in an orange jumpsuit. Like that's if you talk about bucket list, that's seriously the number one thing on my bucket list. I'll talk about bucket list is to sit with Spike Lee at, on the. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> to watch a Knicks game with Spike Lee would be pretty cool. Yeah, but it'd what? be a lot more cool if they're good. But would you rather watch a, a Knicks game with Spike Jones? Or <clears throat> Jack Jones? No. Who's Jack Jones? You mean Jack you Johnson? Jack Jones is? I know who Jack Johnson is. Do you know who Jack Jones is? <laughs> I, I know who Jack know who Johnson Jack, is. Who's Jack Jones? Jack Jones? I don't know either. Look you're him just, up. You're just making up a name. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Jack Jones, Hawaiian singer-songwriter. Pretty sure. Yeah, he is Hawaiian. Um, Kristaps Porzingis, or as I prefer to call him, the Latvian unicorn, is is playing like a a kid possessed by the basketball gods right now. Does he play for the Knicks? He's, he does. Okay, and he's so good. He's better than Jeremy Lin in that one December. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> that one Lin sanity. I don't even know what December that was. Uh, is that two years ago? Probably. It was the only hope Three we had ago. for the playoffs yeah. in the last 10 years. Jeremy Lin, he's, he's played for so many teams. To to be like as good as he is, like he's played for so many teams. Yeah, but, and he's super smart. I mean, he's from Silicon Valley, but graduated from Harvard. Yeah, and he and, plays basketball in the NBA. Yeah. He's all over the place. Um, So Jack Jones? Yeah, I'm Googling him right now. Do you want me to just tell you? Yeah, sure. It, that seems I got like a, a name. fashion icon right now. No, so. he's a, like a name a lot of people have. He's a singer. Yeah, that's why I was. Yeah, so he's a singer. He actually sang the uh, Love Boat theme song. He was big in the 1960s. Um, he was signed by several record labels, one being Capitol. <laughs> Are you just making all this up? Dude, fact check me. Jack Jones. Jack That could Jones. be a million different people. <laughs> Jack Jones. Oh, my gosh. Mike tell me, who? Tell me more about sports. Mike Jones. Get out of here. <laughs> get out of my house. Well, you lived in Queens, right? That's yeah. what they say in basketball, right? Get out of my house. Or not in my house. <laughs> get out of my house. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Not in my house. Or we must protect this house. We must protect this house. There you go. Yeah, that's fine. Under Armour. How did you just to get a little plug to Under Armour? How did you get to New York in the first place? Um, Crazy story. Uh, I was here working, and then Food Network used to do the Wine on the Water event that they do now. Yep. Um, But now it's a cystic fibrosis, all that stuff, right? Not people with cystic fibrosis, the foundation of cystic (laughs) fibrosis. I get it. Okay. I was reading your face, sir. Um, but, uh, two people, the vice president of culinary affairs, and then a couple of producers were there and all of their cooks quit on one day. 
Jeez. So the only culinary school at the time was Walter State, where I went to school. And they came up and they said, hey, we'll pay you 25 bucks an hour for 20 hours to come work. And I was like poor and hungry. So I said, yes. Yeah. It's like 100 bucks. Pretty good. Yeah. That's bad math. Yeah. At what? least 100 bucks. Sorry, I got one word wrong. You put me through the ringer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just did prep. And she said, if you ever want a job, come up. And, you know, and I, everybody's like, oh, you just, so you just went up with a backpack on a bus. Well, I mean, I had family there. So it was yeah. kind of not really fair. You know, I, I went up and knocked on the door and said, hey, I'm here to work. And she said, oh, you showed up. I didn't really think you would. And <laughs> they put me to work. And, you know, New York history happened. You, you prepped Thanks. so good. I did. Did they I, make you prep more after that? Was it like, yeah, hey, I worked we'll give on, you a I worked on four shows and I was a prep cook cool. at Food Network. I mean, that's what I did. Dang. I w it wasn't like cool or glamorous. It yeah. was, hey, we're going to film four shows this week. Here's 60 hours. You've got to work this. So, Jeez. But we worked PRN, so we worked contracts. And so I, I worked for other catering companies and stuff like that. So it's crazy. It was fun. Did you already like have any ties to? And you said you had family in New York. Were you yeah. already like a New York sports fan, or did you just move yeah, there? And yeah, yeah. Like, no, 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 no. I started with the uh, love of the Yankees, and then uh, I was a Jets fan because my grandfather was. And then something happened. I don't know. And he started to hate the Jets, Weird. so we became Jet Giants fans. And now my it's like heresy. You know, now my theory is all useless sports teams from New York end in Ets. Because, so, you know, I'm a Knicks fan and a Yankees fan and a Giants fan. And I claim the Rangers, but I watch hockey for the fights. So Most of us do. Yeah. Same. I, I watch it during playoffs. <laughs> no. So were you, like, so when, when Phil Jackson came into the picture, were you already like, this is going to be a bad move? Or were you like, this might work? And then you were sorely disappointed. Uh, the Zen master is what I thought is coming to New York and we're going to get LeBron is what I really thought. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because we were in the running for LeBron when he we went to Miami. Right. Yeah, we were the last two. It was Miami, then New York, and then the Cavaliers interviewed him. Yeah. And everybody thought that he was coming to New York. And then we got um, the worst decision ever, uh, which was uh, Amade Stoudemire. Um, <laughs> and how old he was, he was pretty old at this point, right? Uh, he was like, like 32, his knees were 164. <laughs> so, um, makes sense. And we thought, hey, we'll give you as many millions as your knees are old, and that's, um, <laughs> and that began a long streak of bad, bad Knicks contracts. Uh, Derek Rose is that the most recent. Bad. Oh, gosh, Joaquin mm. Noah. Actually, no, it's not that bad, but he's gone. But he also wasn't like fantastic a superstar yeah. or like proclaimed. He wasn't like, like leading Amari the team or anything. Like supposed so, to like make you guys worlds better. Derrick right. Rose was was supposed to do the same thing, and neither did that. Nobody no. expected that of no. They just weren't great playmakers, you know. Yeah, you guys remember when uh, <laughs> Asher just says generalities, and, and just, then Mellow. I'm, like, I'm like an astrologist. Yeah. <laughs> Mellow is like. The only way I can equate it is is he's a quarterback because he does not know how to play defense. No, that's <laughs> that's where I can get you. Those are yeah. different sports, right? Yes. Yeah. So Carmelo Anthony could not be. Hey, real quick, more do you overrated? You say player. Carmelo. A lot of people say 
Caramello. Oh gosh! Uh, w- yes. Like which one is correct? We we had this discussion yes, earlier. It's for just a like bit. caramel and caramel. But you don't call your car, car a care. Care. That Some people do. Ridiculous. Only got in the to, south to the do they care. add letters to words that aren't there. It's <laughs> definitely caramel. And the and we don't no. know how to spell them. Double apostrophes is or double um like you can make an a pos- like y'alls. Like it's y'all, and then it's a possessive y'alls. Actually, I don't, I don't put the apostrophe. Y apostrophe a l l apostrophe s y'alls. I never do the second apostrophe. Just, just the first one. Y apostrophe alls. But yeah. it's, it, but he's right though. It's possessive. Yeah, it's possessive, so it has to be an apostrophe. A possessive contraction. Correct. But it's double contraction. Brilliant. I've never thought about this before. This is great. This is a two-hour conversation we had the other day. So. <laughs> I don't watch television, but I, you know, have two-hour conversations about double contractions. So you know, your fair. your time at Food Network sounds a lot different than my time at Food Network because you got paid to be there, and mine was more like go to the restaurants and like pay money to eat the food. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's just a really cool perspective. Yeah, it it, it was fun. Um, Very different in. You know, a lot of ways, but not in so much more. Um, so in in as much, in yeah. As much I mean, did you get to um, did you get Operation. to interact with any of the like celebrity yeah. chefs? Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, helped Tyler Florence open his first restaurant. Oh, so. is that is that the machine? Oh, the mo- with the, the machine. machine. Yeah, Tyler Florence. Tyler with the machine and the machine. I hate you guys so much. <laughs> Bazinga? Can we say Bazinga? No, we cannot. Hey, I guess. Also, how how close are you and Gordon Ramsay? <laughs> Seeing how he has never worked for Food Network, not <laughs> at all. Say, he's had yeah. shows on Fox, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So you guys are pretty close then. I changed my answer, remember, from we did like, what celebrity would you want to be friends with if it mm-hmm. could be anybody? I originally said Party Boy, Chris Pontius, mm-hmm. but I changed it later <laughs> to Gordon Ramsay because I love MasterChef. He mm-hmm. seems like such a tough but also, like, he wants to shape you and mold you into mm-hmm. what he knows you can be. And he knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he knows. He knows. I think so, I'd also like to change my answer to Jack Black. Yeah. I, w- I would really like to hang out with Jack Black. I can't Wait. remember what my answer was, but I'm pretty I, sure I'm just going to keep You know, up until, like, seven minutes ago, I had one, but... I'm on this Jack Jones thing. Like Jack no, Jones yeah, is I the mean, new like, one. Is Jack like, Jones still alive? That's, that's super hot right now, too. Yeah. Look him up. I did, and all that came up was a fashion company and to select my comp- country. <laughs> Don't do it, man. That's how they get Oh, that's you. how I hit jackjones.com. Jack Jones. You you struck me as a Keanu Reeves kind of guy, though. He's still alive. He's 79. Me? Yeah. Why? Like I just feel like that's who you would want to hang out with. Most people think I want to hang out with the guy that died on the plane that did infomercials because I look like him. Billy Mays. Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Billy Mays. No, no. Angelina Jolie looks like Steve Buscemi. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Google them. Put them next to each other. Oh, my God. No, you're right. You're so right. She looks like Steve Buscemi with better teeth. Oh my gosh! But she's so attractive, and he's so not. I don't think she's a. That, I don't think. I think you got that backwards. No, I think she's, she's not attractive, pretty. and he is. I think she <laughs> does cool things. I don't think he's attractive. You don't think she's what? attractive? Personally, Why no. The only one like here? I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like weird hating on her or anything. But oh, no. man, I'm hating on her. Look, 
I mean, you got to compare her to Jennifer Aniston. I liked the Tomb Raider video games. Let me put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Jennifer Aniston. She doesn't age, man. She's she's been 23 for forever. She's been, she's cryogenically freezing herself periodically. I think that's what it is. So is there a question of the day? No. No, you would know that if you'd read the text messages that we send each other. It was also on the email. Question of the day is. But on a deeper level, if you actually cared about us. Yeah. That, and that's Am I really, going to have to say it? Am really I gonna the question of the day it? that I have is maybe none, question mark. <laughs> yeah. And then we decided <laughs> not to it. do one. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to have to say Actually, it. I think we just look at each other and say, maybe none? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> maybe none? <laughs> Perfect. Oh, man. By the way, I think, I think we have our, our video situation pretty well straightened out so i think going forward yeah but logan forgot his fidget spinner so he's got to pull all of our equipment around that's okay i've got mine do you have a fidget spinner for real (laughs) i cannot believe you keep reaching keep reaching (laughs) look at it folks look at it i would rather talk about sports for 24 hours straight than you own a fidget spinner do do you have a deep hatred of those things as well I I hate Lance having it fact, here in this moment. The like, fact <laughs> that you still have that and carry it around every day just absolutely blows. This is my the first mind. time I pulled it out of my pocket, and like I don't know how long. But, but you I'm put a, it in your pocket every day. Yeah, I and this is a weird thing, but I've I've always been that way with things in my pockets. I'm very particular. Like I always only have one guitar pick in my left pocket, always, and then in my right pocket I have my chapstick. And then I added the fidget spinner, and now I can't let it go. So, but even like even when I was in like middle school, I would have certain things in my pockets. They have to be in a certain order and in certain pockets. We can I, save this question of the day for later if we want. I just want anything to be happening other than that. <laughs> so, I don't want the question. Stop! <laughs> You're a terrible person. My question is not. Like, is vaping cool or is it not? It's how cool is it? Like, when you get those those thick cotton clouds going, oh, man, is that cooler or is it cooler to just be casually walking around like with just a what you know? What I think is bit. the best is to wear a hoodie with like this, you know, where you can put all the way in. Yep, but you hide it right where you know my gut is. But you know, no, most people and and then and then what you do is you sneak it in the corner. <laughs> And then, like that, and then walk off. And then when somebody says, "Hey, no vaping allowed in here," you're like, "It's not a cigarette." And then you walk off. That's 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 how you make vaping. You can say cool. whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, right. Make but vaping only great again. if it's like raspberry chocolate. Come on, does uh, with like a little bit of pine nut in there because you're allergic to pine nuts. Otherwise, <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's the only way you can get it. <laughs> I think we could just stop there. That's it. <laughs> the, the pine nut bit really, yeah, I mean, really broke me. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know who you know who the people that are allergic to pine nuts are. They're always looking at pesto jars in the grocery store. Just uh, not again. Yeah, not again. <laughs> not again. Ooh, there's one. It's seventy six dollars. <laughs> They'll just have to understand. Oh, it's got gluten. My bad. Click. <laughs> Paul, oh, you're you're a businessman. Yeah, it seems like there's a there's a mark an untapped market here for fine dining flavored vapes. 
Ooh, Absolutely. if I had, if, if you I can had, make that biscuit yeah, into a vape flavor, vape I'll go buy one today. <laughs> I, I think in no way, shape, or form would I like my name associated with that. But yes, <laughs> there is a market with it. So, <laughs> would you, you associate? To, you stop! I stop messing. No, I'm going to hold on to it. Would you associate Finny Bees with it? Um, depends on you, you know. We measure money like 13th on the list, so okay. there's not many things you can pay me to do that I would do. So so there will never be a Finny B's vaping line? No, but there might be a Finny B's coffee shop, so we won't talk about that. But you know, I'm interested. Uh, there is not a Starbucks in Hardin Valley for some reason. There you go. That is strange. Yeah, like... And Hardin Valley's bougie. They yeah. used to have a... <laughs> there's 19 new, like, complexes coming up not a coffee shop and i guarantee and that's you, not a, me a single complex. coffee shop like <laughs> what did you say i said that's given me a complex <laughs> i'm quitting um oh you well, said I, it i, I didn't even say, say it. it i didn't say it you said it we're not talking about it. sports one so. hey joe who was quitting so what sports stars like to vape I don't also, ca- I don't care that do- much about their lives to know. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <I> mean- <laughs> this is turning into more of comedy bang bang, and I'm yes, yes. and you, I'm you Aw- are, Aukerman. Uh, what's his name? Scott Aukerman. No, yeah, no, yeah. that's his name. It's and Reggie Watts and other people. Eric Andre. Yeah, Eric Andre. Comedy bang bang. Scott Aukerman is on comedy bang bang. That Eric Andre is the main guy. Are you sure? I'm television like, again. Pretty sure. Yeah. See, I used to yeah. think the same thing, but Eric Andre does a different show. Is it not comedy vaping? What, what did it? I just say? What is comedy it? vaping? Is that comedy bang bang? Gonna, oh, that <laughs> <laughs> was like comedy vaping. I love that you heard. I it thought that it was way, all comedic, but that's yeah. Some people are serious about it. Well, because if I see you vaping, I'm laughing at you. I don't care what that makes me sound like. I just Googled sports stars vaping just to see if I could find anything. Anybody? Uh, Anybody out there? There's Samuel L. Jackson, but I feel like he doesn't count. <laughs> Probably because he doesn't play any sports. <laughs> Except he killed that shark, right? <laughs> this picture looks In edited, but this guy deep is blue sea. <laughs> blowing some crazy clouds. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Yes. I'll, what does he play? What it looks I, like? Is he a, it's like golf. golf? Yeah. Oh, it was either Which, that or darts. If there were ever a <laughs> sport to vape in, <laughs> he's a professional dart. Have you seen have you seen darts? darts. Have you darts. seen the dart players? Like, no. They play professional darts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I I just have a general rule like bowling darts. If I'm offending anyone, I don't care. NASCAR and pool, Ooh, like billiards. Dukes isn't going to like that. NASCAR. That's fine. No. If it, if I can do it at a level that I don't have to practice and mm-hmm. still like beat my eight-year-old cousin at it, like I, it's not a sport. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good measurement. I like that. Because I mean, like, I'm not athletic at all. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> where do you think the Knicks are going to finish in the East? I don't know. Are they talking about just going to the best 16 teams? I mean, in are the they future, doing away with yeah, East West? It won't, it won't be this year. There's chatter, but it's not going to happen this year. Um, no way. I'd actually have to look at who's available in the East. 
Do you have a fantasy team? Uh, I don't play fantasy sports. Man, I like you more and more every second. Um, <laughs> I, I, I like to complete things with my life. <laughs> so <laughs> brutal. Love it. <laughs> Sitting around and watching a bunch of guys play sports. And I so I'm equating it to opposite. statistics. I play fantasy football well, and I don't, but I don't watch it. So, well, I used to play fantasy football and it occupied my entire Sunday. Like I'd go to church and then rush out to go and binge watch NFL games right. all day long. And, you know, that made my life really productive. So that's fair. You'd um, rather be cooking some pig skins than watching some people throw one around, huh? I'd rather be napping than watching some football sometimes. So yeah, um, makes sense. I mean, I like football. I'll watch it, but I also have figured out that I can watch an hour of sports center and catch every single sport. Yeah. And now if they're my team, I, I want to watch them, but you have a timer going. It looks like we're close. We are pretty close. We pretty, should pretty close to the switch over. What's yeah. the switch over? Switch over. Video. We'll take uh, uh, we'll take a quick break real, right here. We'll take a quick hot take. Make sure everything is rolling. Maybe grab another biscuit and then we'll be right back with some spirituality. Get out of my life. We, where did we just end up? Or where did we just end? <clears throat> huh? What did we just end? Well, we're about to tie off sports with some some playoff talk and then head on over to Oh my gosh! I tried to set you up to do I didn't, sports. Zone. I'm going to edit oh. that out and do. Oh yeah, but we're about to leave uh, sports zone. <laughs> That's the guitar part, and then there's a slide. <laughs> Anybody listening, go watch the video <laughs> of Ash. I'm just watching Paul and see like how much he hates you, and if he hates you more than I hate you, <laughs> and I don't think he's capable because he's a nice person. All right. Oh. It's All right, we'll a be right strong back. word. Nice. Nice. Or person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll have time so, for this at the end, so I'm going to talk Whipple real quick. So our friend Adam Whipple, my friend Adam Whipple, you all don't know anybody. You're not popular. Lance is pretty popular. So my friend Adam, I'll, I'll tell you. Sounds good. I'll, be I'll sit here okay. and we'll, we'll talk. My friend Adam mm-hmm. has been doing a pledge drive for an album he started recording uh, I think last year I got to play drums on it it's awesome he calls it a folk rock adventure and it's called The Broken Seasons 14 songs I think they kind of go all over the place but it's very like rootsy uh, not super bluegrassy but it's a lot of like bluegrass instrumentation mm-hmm. really cool sounds if you've heard the podcast you've probably heard the song Jane of Ohio and it's playing right now do you hear it? I don't have headphones on. We edited it in later. Oh, you wouldn't okay. hear it. Then I'll listen to it. <laughs> so if, you, <laughs> if you've been listening, uh, there's no video right now. Um, Adam has had this pledge drive going on for a little while. It doubled within the past week, I think. So he's getting closer and closer to the goal of um, having enough resources to mix and master 10 of the songs. I think four of them are like totally done. So anyone listening, you can go to uh, pledgemusic.com slash Adam Whipple. You know, I should probably look it up because I keep forgetting what it is. But we always post the link, so mm-hmm. you can just look on the on the website. How much, what's, it, what's his goal? I don't know the monetary amount. Yeah. I just know the percentage jumped up to like a couple of days ago. It went up to like 54% from oh, like 20-something. Nice. So yeah. So it's supposed to end Sunday, which will be yesterday when this releases 
but they have extended it one extra day into Monday, uh, November 13th, lucky number. So if you're hearing it, if you like what you hear with this song, Chain of Ohio, you can, I'm trying to pet my dog at the same time, you can um, give a little money to some different kinds of packages. You can give like a smaller amount to just get the album or larger amounts to like have Adam and me, if you want, come out to your house and do a house show bring all your friends so get on it hey th- throw this in there yeah and and we'll do this just just for us we'll love do it. a finny bees thing love it um whoever donates the most amount of money mm. whatever it is yep and you all do a show we'll bring the food and tables love it yeah we'll do we'll do food and tables and we'll t- we can turn your yard into a restaurant for a night and we can do like a show and a dinner and all that sure. stuff um, just uh, we'll we'll do that. Just us doing it. The video is off, right? My face is just lit up. Yeah, so My face is lit. Yeah, so uh, you know that's awesome. Yeah, and I mean, like, so we'll we'll just we'll just come and we bring a whole kitchen with us. The trailer's an entire kitchen. Yeah. We won't touch your house. Any of that stuff. We'll set up outside and and you know especially. And it's one of those things that we could plan into the spring, so the weather's nicer and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, Ooh. But go ahead and. Go ahead and donate now, um, you know, and then we'll we'll come and we'll make your yard into a restaurant for a day, and yeah, we'll sit and we'll talk menu and we'll do three courses, and you know, we'll do a we'll do an app or a salad, an entree, and a dessert, and and we'll just take care of the whole the whole nine yards with that, yeah, or ten yeah, yards or here. eleven or twelve or however sixteen, whatever it is. So. Matthew Perry, I love it. Yeah, and uh, Bruce Willis. Yeah, right. Yeah, because there was nine, and then the sequel was ten, wasn't ten, it? The whole ten yards. <laughs> Come on. Who knows? Stop doing sequels, could, people. Yeah. <laughs> if any if any filmmaker aren't, aren't you one of those, Logan? What? Like you're into like film and stuff, right? I mean I like it, but yeah. I, I'm into So designer. so you know people that are like film like people listen to this that yep. do stop doing sequels, please. Just stop. Oh, just, I don't know anything. Just tell your story that. once and be done with it. No one needs the sa- the bucket list too. Okay. <laughs> Except Logan, because he loved it. The first one. Okay, and I by the way. Saw it. Shut your mouth. It's pledgemusic.com slash projects slash Adam Whipple. W-H-I-P-P-L-E. And 48 minutes ago, it did go up a little bit. So four days left as of when we're recording it. Oh, man, I'm going to confuse everybody. Today's Monday. When it comes out, it's the 13th. You can still give to it and get some cool stuff. Rock and roll. No, it's a folk rock extravaganza right uh adventure and we're back paul where do you think the knicks are going to finish in the playoffs in the well well now that i see the bucks are part of the east i'm not really sure so the bucks um, are playing great uh they'll finish ahead of boston whoa the knicks ahead of boston oh good lord that that is my bold prediction. Do you think that Kyrie's going to get hurt? Um, <laughs> he's going to get um, something. So I really do. Well, but you got to remember all his pl- all the core players around him are getting hurt. So even if it's Kyrie, I mean, even if it's just Kyrie, it's they're going to finish in the they're going to finish eighth probably. Bold. Just letting you know. I know this sounds totally crazy, but that's. Like verbatim, what I was thinking was going to happen. Nice. That's crazy. Um, that, that happens so much 
on our sports here, section of the podcast. Here, here you go. I will just go ahead and give you one, two, three, and four. I think the Bucks are going to come out as the number one team in the East. Uh, the Cavs are going to be number two. The Raptors, three. Um, I don't, the rest of them are horrible. You know what I love about the Cavs, though, for real? Like, <clears throat> actually, for real, the space below the back of their knee down to their heel. Mm-hmm. That's the best part of the Cavs. So the Achilles tendon. Crap. Uh, uh, <laughs> Just making sure that that's Let me go back to there. anatomy. Yeah. That's part of it, I think. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I, got the, I got the Knicks finishing sixth. Ahead of Boston. Ahead of Boston. I will eat a shoe <laughs> on this podcast. Hold him to it's it. It's the second time this week I've challenged somebody to eating a shoe. I should probably quit while I'm ahead. But mm-hmm. Paul can cook it. I'm sure. <laughs> so I'm sure can you, you can brine it, it in the same in. thing you brine this chicken in? I can brine anything in that. <laughs> <laughs> Even a shoe. Well, you heard it here first, folks. The Knicks are going to go six in the East above the Boston Celtics. I, I really, I really do believe that. With, with what they have, I think they pick up something in free agency in the middle of the year. I think they get a center. Hey, uh, we're all centers, man. And, uh, uh, but I mean, you look at Hardaway Jr. is probably the steal of free agency right now. Amp Hardaway Jr. or Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway. Tim Jr. Hardaway Jr. Yes. Okay. For the listeners who like me don't know much about sports, but just enough to know that there are two Hardaways. And then there's the easy way. But a lot of people <laughs> have to learn the hard way. The hard way. Good grief. All right. Well, so we have the idea to talk about something that... Oh, your chewy noise. Sorry. I'm trying to... Y'all, this biscuit, I just... I wouldn't can't it, say enough about it. Hey, wouldn't it be funny, though, if when we chewed, it actually just sounded like Chewbacca? And that's where Chewy came from. <laughs> but like every time you chewed, it sounded like that, like a oh, Wookiee. Yeah. Asher, will you introduce us to our spirituality topic? Oh. I think it's something that kind of comes from your heart. It does come from my heart because I've been, I've been trolling on Twitter in a big way recently with some of our friends who also work at churches because I feel like they, Brian and Landon, Say things on Twitter. <laughs> I'll, I'll call them out. I already texted them about it too. So there's been a lot of communication here. I feel like they, and, and a lot of people, a lot of church leadership will tweet things and post things on social media that only people within the church and people who grew up in church are going to understand at all. So I'm on a bit of a crusade, stay with me, to get people to stop saying words like crusade because that was a terrible time for the entire world where <laughs> people were dying and what just just wasn't a good good way to try and spread Jesus. So, let's continue that. What do you think about it? <clears throat> Me? I'm not exactly <laughs> sure what the topic is. <laughs> like what am I supposed so, to talk about? All right. Logan has officially quit trying. No, that's My gosh. Do you read any text messages ever? <laughs> What does that have to do? I know do you read Breeze, but what does that have to do with this? Because we always decide what we're gonna talk about before we do. Yeah, but he didn't even like explain it well. <sighs> Did I really not? Shots okay. Fired. I so, understood it just fine. Okay, but. so on social media, what I'm saying is a lot of 
church leadership says things to a wide audience that are very inward for the church and only people who know very religious terms are actually going to understand. Right. So is the question like, should or should, should they not do that? It's not a question. It's just a discussion. I don't know why you're hating on me. I'm not. We're friends. I'm just saying like, should we continue doing that? Or what can we do different? So, right. What should we do different? So my thoughts on that. Yeah. What are your thoughts? What are your words? My words? Because I think, okay, take in Acts 8, the story of Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch, right? The eunuch is reading things in the Bible and he's like, dude, I don't know. I don't understand what this means. So Philip comes alongside him and like, doesn't he, he doesn't walk with him. I think he gets in the chariot with him. Mm -hmm. So that's just a picture of like what we should do. Like, let's hang out with people. Let's Mm -hmm. not like Philip didn't hand him a track and say, well, here you go. Read this. He already had the track. He was like reading, you know, scripture. He was reading like Isaiah or something. So Philip was like, well, what are you reading? First of all, he actually cared enough to ask him a question instead of just like say, well, here's what it means and expect him to understand like the curse of knowledge. So he chose to actually like get in the chariot with him and hang out with him for a little bit and say, well, here's what it means. So... I don't know if it's like necessarily wrong for them to do that. Um, I'm not sure. So specifically, if we we've already called them out, and I'm friends with both of them, and, and just so you know, to I, them. I've been calling them out in kind of an ambiguous way on Twitter. I texted them as well, and I was yeah. like, "Hey, here's why I'm doing this to you. I'm not just trolling for no reason." Yeah. So, um, so I'm going to say this, but it's not anything. It's not a secret to them. They're both student pastors. So I'm not exactly sure if that is the correct or if the most effective like voice, I guess, like to like put out there because like who's following them is their students mostly. Some parents, sure, but like who they are to those students, I'm not sure if that's like I'm not sure if I like that, if that makes sense. Like, like what? That the fact that the tweets are so religiously ambiguous, like I keep using that word, but it's just like it's it's words that keep people kind of up yes, in the clouds it's so lofty. spiritually. It's, yeah. it's lofty and um, instead of plain language. Yeah. And the only reason that I feel like I can speak into this because I work in student ministry now, um what hits so much more is like funny, creative, stupid stuff that they are seeing other places. So right. that's like why whenever we did like a Stranger Things series, it, it hit. We did a 13 Reasons Why Not series as a response to the show because we felt like the show was promoting suicide as an option and we wanted to say, hey, that's not that's not biblical. Right. And so that hit so much more than it whenever we try to pound down their like throat the like the importance of like who Jesus is. And yes, that's like we will always present the gospel every single week. Without a doubt, we do. But um, they don't. They they want it. They don't want to feel like they're being forced to like be an in interaction with Jesus. Sure. And so I'm not sure if those tweets are really going to like move any sort of needle with the students who's following yeah. them. 
So my overall view on it is like just it goes. It's kind of the same way I view design is like you you cater to your audience. You cater to to what you're making it for. So um, now if they have a following of like a ton of parents or other like pastors that um, want to be leaders and they and they feel like they can like give them something for like better leadership. Then that would make more sense. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Do it. There's a ton of people like there's first one that comes to mind, like John Maxwell, like, yes, please tweet things that will, that I'm going to be like, Oh, that's a great thought. And not that they can't do that. They don't need to tweet like stupid videos or whatever, just right, because right, they're right. a student pastor, but like getting so lofty that you're hitting 1% of your student ministry instead of the other 99% whenever, where you could just bring it down. Right. That's that's just what to me would make more sense. Yeah. Not well, that what they're doing is wrong. I yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think the small percentage of people who understand bigger like religious in the church only kind of terms, a lot of them I don't think fully understand what those terms mean. Yeah. Like what does it actually mean to be saved? It's not praying the prayer one time. Like hopefully most people know that by now. It's actually living a life that's modeled after Jesus. Yeah. And even what I'm saying now, like that's kind of a lofty idea too. You can chunk it down and explain it a little more. So all that to say, I would rather people tweet stuff like, hey, today I got really angry while I was driving. This is a very personal anecdote. I got really angry when I was driving and I realized if I don't get into my car and say even out loud, Jesus, I need... I need help like not being it angry at all the stupid, terrible drivers in Knoxville because I don't know why they have a license. I don't know why they know how to drive. Anyway, just bring it down to earth and like get weird with it because prayer is a weird thing. Like speaking out loud to a God that's not like physically in the room with you, it's weird. And even just addressing the the weirdness of being a Christian, I think that goes a long way. Yeah. And Sorry, I've not really let either of you guys weigh in on it, but before I forget this... Um, we'll stop so, talking in a second. <laughs> yeah, it's just me and Asher right now. You guys can leave if you want. Um, I think Lance said this at one point, but people talk different on social media. Um, yeah. So I would ask them, like, would specifically to those two people, would they preach a sermon the way that they tweet? And And I have heard both of them speak, and I'm going to answer for them and say no. No, when they speak, it's like, I get this. Absolutely. You know, way more than... Because they're looking at the 14-year-old in the room that's not going to understand whenever you put lofty ideas out there and they're going to tune out and look at their phone. Sure. So, I think that just as as far as a pastor is concerned, specifically a student pastor, um, I think your social media is very important because that's how all of... And Paul, you know this, you're a small group leader. Like yeah. those, uh, the kids, social media is like, uh, it consumes their life, what they're getting in likes and what yeah. they're doing on social media. So if they're student or if they're a pastor, it, they're just going to tune them out if it's not what they're already looking at, or at least like brought down to their level. Well, and when you're talking about like bringing it down to their level, I mean, I've got a kid in my small group that mm-hmm. has legitimately 22,000 Instagram followers. Holy crap. Wait, who is it? Is it Connor? Connor. Yeah. He's getting paid for Instagram. um, I'm paying him to wear one of my shirts. (laughs) Now I'm going there. (laughs) That's great. Um, But like if he reposts something Mm -hmm. that hits him, he's not going to repost something that's lofty like you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. He's going to repost something that's... Now, Connor's a great kid. I mean, he's an awesome guy. Yeah. 
but he will repost something that's going to fit into with what people that follow him do. Yeah. And let's just go ahead and say the majority of the 22,000 aren't safe. Let's sure. Let's, let's just put it out there. I mean, they follow him cause he flips around and does. Yeah, trampoline. He, that's a great he platform. Was a diver, yeah. He was a diver and gymnast and he's, he's unreal. Like but he's just crazy good. Yeah. Through that, he's built a platform of these followers that like watch his videos, but then also now follow just Connor. Just follow yeah. Connor, but if he was to repost something that hit him, that would hit any other 16, 17-year-old, mm-hmm. you'll get a lot more traction. Right. I mean, but I mean, we can go into social media marketing and things like that <laughs> right. if you want to. I, that's one of my We need to have you on right? again and talk about that. But if you look at, you know, you're talking about Facebook, I mean, I, I heard it somewhere that Facebook's a highlight reel and not not your actual life. Mm-hmm. Like. Don't judge your life by somebody else's highlight reel is what I've yeah. said all the time. Yeah. But Facebook Live and Instagram Live and like, like you know, not high production, but this is really who I am, mm-hmm. gets so much more traction just globally than it does if with the high production stuff. Right, right. So if you equate it to what you're saying, for instance, you know, I mean, I mean, I think we what the verse is. Don't make it hard for people to come to Christ. Well, right. I mean, w- w- when you do it at a baseline, approachable platform. I mean, we, you know, in our church. Uh, granted, we had talked that you go to a different one. Yeah, and, but yeah. I think it's the same. Very same, similar. Very similar. Absolutely. I mean, we don't care what you look like. We don't care who you are. We don't care where you're from. We don't care what your dirt is. This is a Backstreet Boys song. <laughs> <laughs> We want it that way. That that was it. (laughs) (laughs) But until they walk in the building, they don't know that. Right. They still feel like it's like I felt up until what, five years ago Mm -hmm. that I'm going to walk in and immediately be judged, immediately be looked at. I have to look, act, you know, I mean, in the South they have, you know, it's a saying, wear your Sunday best. Right. And, and if you're going to throw yeah. your Sunday best onto social media, you are people, I mean, people can spot a fraud a mile away. And I'm, I'm not saying sure. what they're saying is fraudulent no. by any means. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is like, that's not you all the time. Right. You know? Yeah. And that goes I mean, along with what Logan's saying about the way that they would preach yeah, and yeah. use that platform would be way more colloquial, which mm-hmm. I know is using like a lofty word to say plain language. And I'm just trying to be meta about it, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, they would speak differently to me in person. They wouldn't say mm-hmm. they wouldn't say the word saved. They might not. They probably wouldn't say the word broken. Yeah. Like people don't necessarily understand mm-hmm. what that means. So, yeah. I mean, I, w- I watched a, a it's a YouTube channel and everything, and I'll tell you about it later or who it is if I can remember who it is. But it was stop inviting people to church. Love it. Invite them to coffee. Invite them to dinner. Invite them to dinner. Yeah. Don't even talk about Jesus. Just talk about them and talk about what they got going on and blah, blah, you know, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And when it opens up, uh, and I know, I know we kind of done have done this in a few sermon series, this conversation, yeah. but I heard this a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, if you like playing basketball, go play basketball with them. If you want to cook with them, go cook with them. I mean, like some of the people that I've witnessed to the most are my line cooks who are, you can tell they're having a bad day. Yeah. And you're just like, hey, man, let me help you out. You know, it's 
I'm just helping you do your job. It has nothing else to do with it. And then we talk later. Absolutely. I think you know? that's like the model of like how Jesus did mm-hmm. um, like his ministry. It right. was, none of it was like, come see me at the temple. Like, they don't talk to you. Yeah, and wear your best tunic. Well, yeah, and if you don't wear that tunic. <laughs> Reserve your ticket now or you might not get a spot. <laughs> and, and, right. And, and you just said something really, really important right there is I don't think we're aggressive enough as followers. Oh, yeah. I would agree I, with that. I, I, I say we are very much a sit and wait and come to me. Timmy. Let me advertise and tell you what I have, but it's up to you to come to me when that's really not what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's why I do not like posts about... Like if I were to post a picture of the lights at Faith Promise and just be like, "This is my home and it could be yours too," and I walk around and think like, "Man, I, I I'm really really doing a lot," <laughs> and I'm not. I'm just not doing anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. it I'm, doesn't take any effort to post a picture. Yeah, well, I'm not investing. I'm I'm just putting that out there. And I think the only way that you can see life change, and this is a testament to mine and your relationships, Lance, or whatever, me and you. Lance, um, because whenever I walked away from the church, you weren't just like sending me Snapchats of you at church and me being like, man, I should, I should probably go to that. Like you, one, you wouldn't let me go, but then two, you always, always spent time with me and invested in me, mm-hmm. even though I was far from Jesus and you knew that, but like you never stopped loving me. And that's exactly what Jesus did. And like, that's who you were to me. And that's what brought me back to Jesus. Right. And yeah. that's that's the only way that it can work. Yeah. So and, and, either God, and, sorry, either yeah. God has to intervene in the person, and then you're completely taken out of the uh, equation. Anyways, you're unnecessary because God's intervened into my yeah. life, or um, God has worked through you, and that's how you've got to me because of the relationship. It's never going to be because of what you're tweeting or what you're putting on Instagram. It's just not going to move any heart without. Not saying that God can't, but. I just think because of Jesus's model of how he did it, I think that that's probably the best way to do it because that's how he did it. I agree. The thing I've thought about the most this past week, thinking about this topic and the verse you mentioned a minute ago is Acts 15, 19. And out of context, it just says that Paul arrived at a conclusion that they shouldn't make it unnecessarily difficult for the Gentiles to, to come to Christ. And the Bible talks so much about your words and the power of words and the power you have in your tongue. And, um, and there's so many, while Jesus was doing his ministry and on, and basically that just means his time on earth as a physical human being, like he talked to people and, and for that to be such a reoccurring theme in the Bible, it doesn't seem like it's taught very often. I feel like it's not taught like how to speak, like just how to talk to people. And and some of it's common sense, like you know, for an extroverted person, it's it's not terribly difficult to strike up conversation. But I think that evangelism has become synonymous with like go tell people about Jesus, and that's the first and only thing you say to them without any coaching beyond yeah. that, like well, how to. But do that's it. just not that's just not what it is. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think that you're you hit the nail on the head that like Jesus would just develop relationships with people. Whether it, whether it was people he was specifically targeting, like the the religious people of the time, or if he just you know stumbled upon somebody like the woman at the well, like he he was just like I think Jesus just took advantage of every moment that he had, and and that's exactly what we should do. Like you know you have to go where the people are, mm-hmm. and you have to be relatable to to 
invest in somebody. Yeah. You had something you were going to say that I cut you off on. Oh, it's, it's cool. I mean, what you were saying about Lance is a lot like how, because, you know, I mean, in the terms of years, I'm, I'm a baby Christian, mm-hmm. you know, in the terms of where I'm at sure, in my like walk. Five is, years? D- yeah, five years. Yeah. In my term of where I'm at with my walk, I'm way in it. But, sure. but you know, we, we, ha- we had a chance to have lunch or coffee and like talk and everything mm-hmm. else. And, it, you know, how I came was I was hungry. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was hungry. Like for food? For food. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like I was <laughs> Just hungry. Just to clarify. All <laughs> his nose. Uh, and um, my cousin... And it was Faith Promise. She was like, I'll buy you brunch and I'll get your groceries for the week if you just come to church. Dang. We don't need, you don't even, yeah. And she never talked to me. She never pressured me. Nothing. She was like, hey, just come with me. You know, I've got to go anyways. You come with me afterwards. We'll go get something to eat and we'll stop at the grocery store and I'll load you up with groceries for the week. And I just feel like that, I might be projecting too much of what I think you would have felt in that situation. But if I put myself in your shoes, I would have seen, wow, that person cares about me. It was, wow, that person cares for me and I'll do anything to eat. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like it, it's a basic necessity. Yeah. Right. But, you know, not many people are in that situation. Yeah. Uh, you know, fortunately, we live in that kind of society where not many people are, there are a lot more people than people think that are hungry, but yeah. it's not that right. many. Yeah. But it could be anything like, I mean, you know, it could be a Sunday or, I mean, with our church is, you know, Saturday afternoon, yeah. it could be a Saturday afternoon pickup basketball game and, hey, I got to leave. Oh, where are you going? I'm just going to church, man. I mean, that's your opening. Yeah. Not anything else. Yeah. And not, not, you don't even have to hey, say, you do you want to come, come with, with me? It right. can just be like, oh, I'm just going to church, man. Hey, can't wait to see you next week. Yeah. You do that two or three times in a row, it's going to be like, Hey, let me come with you. Yeah, and that, that's sorry. Go ahead. Uh, just real quick, the the verse that has been in my head like the past two or three years is in First Peter three, um, and it says uh, to worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. Do this in a gentle and respectful way. Yeah, it doesn't say like go and like on beat corner. them over the head with it, like. <laughs> wait for them to ask you, mm-hmm. you know, like build that relationship. Like yeah. You're saying. And that's, yeah, that, because that's investment at that mm-hmm. point. You're, right. you're invested right. in that person because inviting somebody to church, even if it's like a cold call, especially the first thought is that no, like, I, first of all, I don't want to go. Secondly, why? Thirdly, you don't really care about me. So why again? Mm-hmm. But, um, we actually need to talk about this whenever Hunter actually. So throwback, if you're a listener, have you listened to all the episodes? Most of them. Okay, cool. So our friend Hunter Reese, who's a professional tennis player has been out of the country since the first week of June. He actually just landed back in the States yesterday. So he'll be back in Knoxville very soon. So uh, we'll be hopefully at some point before he leaves again, he'll be back on. But point being um, his story of salvation, because he, he was an atheist just two and a half years ago. Um, just hardcore. And we were best friends then and we got along great and he knew I was a Christian, whatever. And I would say it's not, it's not me that he came to know Jesus. Um, but his story, I'm just going to save it for whenever he comes on of, of the power of relationship and investment leading him to Christ and him falling in love with Jesus is, I mean, it is just a testament to, to Jesus's love. 
overall, but then also the the like power and the importance of a relationship with people mm-hmm. that are saved and not saved. Well, yeah, and well, you you didn't say the power of like he came to church seven times and then it finally clicked. It was the power of G. right relationship. Yeah, yeah, because actually he um he met Jesus and had never been to church. Yeah. The first time he went to church was actually after he was saved. And I and you you, you yeah. talked about cold calling, right? Yeah. When somebody cold calls me, and and I'm saved, the first thing in my head is, what do they want from what me? Do you, yeah. What, what do, do you, you want, want from me? Not what do you want for you? Yeah. yeah. You know. So. Absolutely. So we just hit an hour. Um, I, I know I hate this, but we gotta go because I'm teaching some drum and guitar lessons. Yeah. I think we could talk about this for a long time, but bottom line, know your audience, be careful with your words, and uh, take opportunities to just love people. Yeah, I think that's absolutely. the best way. You even and, said, uh, you said saved in salvation, and I hated that you said that because nobody knows what that means. <laughs> okay. call, I'm calling you out now. Real quick, sure. real quick. <laughs> do you have any events coming up that you Wait, can plug? Pause um, before that. Brian and Landon, if you feel attacked, then let's fight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna text them again. It'll be fine. Plug your events. Uh, plug my events. Uh, there's so many. Um, the biggest, we're going to announce, like I said, we're announcing wedding caterings. We do have the home meal replacements. Uh, the cool thing I'm doing today is we're going to print on t-shirts, but they're not Finney B's t-shirts. They okay. are kitchen stuff. We're doing molecular, uh, the molecular bond of salt. Um, we're doing a shirt that's a Blanc, which is a butter sauce. Nobody knows that. It's <laughs> a white butter sauce. And then... Um, other than that, we've got, uh, if you go to the website, finnyb.com, uh, you will see all the things coming up. But uh, after making you all chicken, I think we're going to have to do a Finney's Does Fried Chicken night. Oh, um, it's so good. Um, just got to. Finney's, uh, Finney's Does Fried Chicken. Let's just make it easy and approachable, like you say. Let, let's just tie that all in together. There you go. Let's just do mac and cheese and oh, yeah. fried chicken and talking. like biscuits yes. and cornbread. And oh yeah, I'm there. Starch fest with chicken ninety nine. Oh wait a minute, we're in two thousand seventeen. So seventeen. Follow, <laughs> follow Finny Bees on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Is it just at yeah. Finny Bees? F I N Y B on on. On Facebook, or I mean on Twitter and Instagram, it's Finney underscore BS because they do not allow you to have apostrophes. Love it. Please do not read into that as well. <laughs> oh, I have. <laughs> and, but it's just uh, the letter B and then S. The B and the, B okay. and the S, yeah. Cool. All right, check it out. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, get in on the events. Thanks for stopping by. These are words. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Is a promise and the ocean is a whim And we will live our lives the way they've always been Cause romance never turned to love Without losing its life So with Kitty Hawk before you The Atlantic in her gown